I can tell you this. It is a story that has kind of kept this eye of ours peripherally for the last couple of years. We thought maybe there would be charges, and then there weren't. And then with public blowback, the uh, investigators in London, Ontario, opened up the case once again when it came to five former Team Canada players that allegedly sexually assaulted a young lady uh, shortly after they won their championship. They went to a gala and, again, allegedly met up with this uh, young lady in a room and proceeded to assault her. So to talk about this, as we delve into the fact that now these five players have been summoned by that police department to come and surrender to police to face these charges, Julie McFarland, um, distinguished law professor at the University of Windsor and co-founder of the Can't Buy My Silence campaign for change to the law on the misuse of NDAs, Julie, good afternoon. Hello there, Taz. Oh, sorry, Rob. (laughs) That's me. I'll take it. Uh, I I, want to get into this really quickly, Julie, because I think it is something that has really caught a lot of us by surprise in the fact that we're we're talking about current NHL players and players that are playing around the globe that were summoned in London to face these charges. Uh, Are you surprised that we got to this uh, portion of uh, of finding justice in some way, shape or form? Well, I am somewhat surprised, but I think, as you said in your intro, it's very much because of the public blowback about this. And, you know, let me be clear so that people understand this. It's not that uncommon, I'm afraid, for um, someone to go to the police and then an organization or an institution, um, which, you know, is, is, is the host, if you like, to whoever it was allegedly assaulted them will say to the police no no we'll do our own investigation we'll resolve it don't don't do any investigation don't charge and that was exactly what happened in this case so the police kind of gave it back to hockey canada and we all know what happened then there was a resolution but there was a non-disclosure agreement signed so you know it just got worse basically but i do want people your listeners to understand that this kind of back and forth between the police and private organizations or public ones for that matter is not untypical. And I think that it's a really concerning thing. Julie. So she went after them for over $3 million. Hockey Canada settled with her. I'm curious to know logistically here, obviously there's civil and there's criminal there's, you know, Mm -hmm. apples and oranges here, but once you've quote settled, would you not sign something that says I won't go to court against these guys in any way, shape or form? Yeah, but you can't restrict somebody's right to them bring a case in the criminal courts because, in fact, it's not the victim bringing the case. I know this is going to sound very archaic, Rob, but actually it's the state. It's the people. In a criminal case, it's the people versus the accused so that she will have signed something saying she will not bring further litigation against them civilly because she's got a civil settlement. But that doesn't mean that there can't be some kind of a criminal trial which is in the name of the people. So, Julie, one of the things that I have been, as I've been looking at this this afternoon, as the news has been kind of trickling out here, um, she's facing not just five young men that uh, allegedly sexually assaulted her. She's taking on a brand that is really a heritage brand in this country. I would assume that that's a little overwhelming. Well, yes. I mean, I think it shows a great deal of, of courage to do this. I mean, and this might go to one of the things that is still very mysterious. And as you say, the news is just trickling out. But there is at the moment um, no disclosure of the names of the five players, although I think it's inevitable, just like it was with the NDA, that this will eventually come out. But the reason 
um, that somebody isn't identified when they're being charged, the only reason is not to identify the victim. So the police felt that identifying the players would somehow identify the victim, then she could ask them um, not, not to name them. And I wonder whether that's partly because, you know, she's obviously sick of publicity and at this point wants to take every step she can to protect her own identity. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I would imagine with this already, the way that it's kind of spread like wildfire, that's going to be really hard. It's almost like putting toothpaste back yeah. in the tube. Um, well, I know. I know. That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, Julie McFarland's joining us here on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Kind enough to join us here. Uh, she's a law professor out at the University of Windsor. She has been a very big proponent of you know change and definitely something that I think a lot of people should read her book when it comes to Camp by My Silence. I, I wanted well actually it's a campaign. Julie, before I let you go, obviously, you know, we want to see justice in whatever way, shape, or form it takes. But what is what is the end result of this? What's the end game? Obviously this is now the community coming back saying, hey, we want this police um, we want law enforcement to circle back and get this right. What's the end goal? Well, I think that what it does is, it, and, and in this way, it really, even though the story is a terrible one, Rob, that it really helps our campaign, Can't Buy My Silence, to warn people that non-disclosure agreements are being used secretly to hide so many um, assaults that are taking place. And you've got a kind of parallel going on with the publication ban on the, on the identity of these individuals. And I think that it's really sparked because hockey, you know, is the holy grail. I think it's really provoked some indignation amongst people. We're certainly aware um, of NDAs being asked for at a much lower level in Hockey Canada or at a club junior level uh, or, you know, rather leagues that are amateur leagues. And, you know, it's just a really bad practice to try to cover this up because at the end of the day, and this is a very good example, covering it up, just makes everybody feel worse about it, not just the victim, but also the public. And I think that it contributes to the general mistrust around NDAs. Yeah, it is definitely a case that has uh, caught our attention. I'm sure we'll be talking about it more. Julie, your insight is second to none, and I really appreciate you making time for us today back on the East Coast. So let's speak again. You're welcome. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you.